0: Hello, beautiful tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Ayurveda. Thousands of years ago, before modern medicine proved scientific evidence for mind and body connection, the sages of India developed Ayurveda, which continues to be one of the most sophisticated, powerful mind and body health systems up to date. And I can begin to tell you, tribe, that it's about putting the power back in your hands. And the company that's helping you do that is Uvita. I've been on Uvita for a couple months now so that I can have a healthy gut and be able to clear my gut and be able to have the best digestive system that I can have. Because healing your gut allows the body to build a stronger immune system and produce the right kind of bacteria that tells your brain that it's okay to feel good. And as, as everyone knows, I'm the shaman who likes to stay lit and make sure the tribe is lit all day long. And so it's important for us to feel good in our bodies and it's important for us to live a very healthy life. Yuveda is a company that is doing that. They are utilizing the knowledge and understanding of Ayurveda in their company, wild harvested and organically grown herbs that they synergistically create in an Ayurvedic way to be able to give you what you need for your body to sustain health, wellness, and vitality. Everything that they have in their company is based in integrity, ethically sourced from natives who practice sustainability. And I I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to share this with you and to have them be one of the sponsors for Ancient Wisdom Today podcast. Their products offer everything from immunity to healthy joints and to healthy mood and healthy digestion and a healthy body. What more can you ask for from a company that is bringing Ayurvedic understanding to the Western world in a way that is supporting us and lifting us and shifting us into the greater possibilities of who we are. So I welcome you to experience your Vida. You can eat even contact them by going to their website, which is www.uVita.com, and you make your first order, type in the word shaman, which is their code for the Ancient Wisdom Today podcast tribe, and you will get 35% off on your order for your first order of Uvita. But I'm telling you, the moment you start taking this product, you're going to see dramatic change in your body and the way you feel. And that is the best. And as the tribe knows, I'm all about putting the power back in your hands. So go ahead and check out Uvita and use my code SHAMAN. And until then, live healthy always and every day in your life. Love you. Human beings have been sharing stories for hundreds of thousands of years hello beautiful tribe and welcome to ancient wisdom today podcast and i love you and if anyone hasn't told you how loved you are and how needed you are and how important you are to being here on earth let me tell you you are so important you are so loved and you're so needed and i need you on this planet to be fully in your leadership and to be fully who you are so that we can really rock this revolution to an all-time high. I know that we are at such a transition in our lives, and as we embody all of the different energies that are moving through us, the distorted energies and the energies that are in harmony, we begin to ascertain new developments in our species, as well as the way in which we operate as human beings on planet Earth. As we begin to conduct a new awareness through our interactive components by recognizing each other and remembering each other from this time and other times, we are able to open up gateways into our consciousness that allow us to see beyond the limitation and beyond the constructs that were created to lock us into fear or to any kind of discord. And that is why it's so important these days to really breathe and really take in life when you're in any situation, be it if you are at a cafe with friends, or if you are sitting down and meditating, or if you're enjoying a meal, or if you're having a wonderful intellectual stimulating conversation. It's very important to be fully present in that moment and to notice all of the subtle nuances that are taking place within that experience. This way, this will open up your sensitivities to be more aware of all the other types of energies that are taking place around you. There are 16 fields of awareness that are moving around you constantly and each of those awareness has its own dimension and has its own gate that allows you to access different emotional chambers within yourself as well as your perception to be able to see beyond the limitations of that which someone is speaking or acting or doing in any moment at any given time. When you are present in the moment, that means being fully 100% there, not being preoccupied with looking at your phone or you know, thinking about something else when someone else is talking or when you're eating, but to be fully immersed in what you're doing. So if you're getting a massage, for instance, you're fully paying attention to every motion on your body, every stroke upon your body. And if you're eating, you're fully immersed in your food, every, every chew to every taste, to every sensation on your tongue, to all the different flavors from the pungent flavors to the sweet flavors, to everything. And really experiencing what it feels like to put an instrument like a fork or a spoon in your mouth and feeling your mouth close around it. Every moment is important. And when you are operating outside of those moments, you are not connecting to these powerful energy frequencies and these other dimensional energy waves that are there to awaken your consciousness even more you would be surprised how many people are so disengaged from their experience of life. Even though you may see them eating or talking or even making love to another person, they're completely disengaged. They're spending more time away from themselves and the other person by being caught up in who's calling them on the phone, what's going on in their Instagram, you know, um, their thoughts, All of these things are creating distractions that limit you from expanding your powers to the next level. Take a deep breath and breathe. Visualize a blue energy sitting in the center of your head. And around that blue energy is a ring of light, almost like the rings you see on Saturn. See it spinning around in every direction, from above, around the sides, around the other side, all around as if you were seeing strings of light going around it laterally and vertically, and even on angles all around this ball. Now, as you see that ball, as you begin to breathe, breathe into it and expand it, and keep expanding it until it's about the size of your head. Good. Now, breathe, inhale, exhale, and expand it even more until it's outside of your head. Good. Now breathe, inhale, exhale even more and see it expanding all the way around your head and all the way above your head as if your head is sitting in the center of it and now it's a huge ball that you are actually in the room. And keep breathing. And then expand it all the way into the room that you're in. That this beautiful, beautiful aqua bluish ball with white lines like the rings of saturn in every direction and every angle is taking up the space of your whole entire room now feel what that feels like good now continue to breathe and as you do notice the sensation that you feel notice the energy that you feel and how it feels when you're in that experience Notice your awareness. Your awareness should be more heightened now. And as your awareness is more heightened, notice how focused your mind is. How your mind is connecting with that ball, with those rings of energy going around it. That energy and that ball with the rings of energy going around it is a powerful, powerful energy. And allows you to expand your feelings and your thoughts to really pinpoint the exact moment of entry of information and data that is going in and out and streaming out into the universe. And this gives you more of a heightened awareness, both within yourself and in your environment and outside of your environment and further outside of your environment. It's a very powerful meditation and if you continue to breathe in it and stay in the center of that energy and being aware of that energy, you will be able to sense every subtle nuance of energy moving around you. It's really powerful when you can sense the energy of all material things and all non-material things. And this is a great way if you wanna expand your knowledge and energy of sensing and feeling where spirits or energies are in and around you. It's very important that you begin to access these levels of awareness, especially with everything that's happening on the planet right now. This is one of the reasons why I feel very happy about teaching you these powerful techniques and energies that have not only been passed down to me in shamanism, but have been passed down through all of the other lifetimes that I've lived. And because I have full memory of a lot of those lifetimes, I say a lot, I say a huge amount, I am very happy to be able to share the information and technology of those lifetimes to give you more clarity and more understanding of how to navigate your life in the most efficient way so that you can live your best life. Because you're powerful and you're able to take in this information now and you have been prepared for it. And the way I know you've been prepared for it is because I know that you have been getting messages and symbols both in your dreams as far as codes, such as 333, 444, 1111, and so many other codes that have been passed down to you from the masters and the elders that have been allowing you to be able to open up certain synthesis and certain energy waves and frequencies that you probably wouldn't have noticed have been opened since and now have become more expanded. And these things are basically giving you a stronger proclivity in your consciousness as well as in your emotional ability to send out your emotions and read energy. Now, what I would like you to do is to rub your hands together bristfully. Rubbing your hands together bristfully is opening up serotonin inside of your body and increasing it. It's important to keep your serotonin levels really high. The reason being is that it allows you to build a stronger emotional and mental immune system so that you're not affected by unwarranted energies, aggressive energies, or frequencies, words, or any type of energy that is coming to you that is discordant or not coming from the highest place of love. Trust me, in this world, there is a lot of discordant frequencies floating around and moving around and being taken in by people without them even knowing. With a high serotonin level, you are able to move through these energies without being affected. That's why I always tell people, rub your hands together before you walk out the door. And before you go and do anything and this way you're generating a high source of electricity and energy in your energetic field in your sympathetic nervous system and this is going to increase a lot of your awareness as well and it's a wonderful thing to do another wonderful thing to do is to say out loud to yourself i'm always at the right place at the right time doing the right thing at the right moment And when you do that, you are locking in energy frequencies that align you to the energies that you were meant to be aligned to, so that you're not connecting with people or engaging with people that you're really not supposed to be engaging with. There are all types of people in the world right now. There are people who are still stuck in the realms of darkness while being in physical form because they've been proliferated by the underworld beings that have tapped into their consciousness and have been loading up their brains and their thinking processes with negativity incorrect thinking and fear-based thinking and thinking that is based on the idea versus you versus me and that just won't work and so you can't engage those energies without creating a field of love and awareness that they exist and the awareness that you don't have to take on anything that is not coming from the highest place of love. And what that basically means is any type of language. And I mean, anyone saying anything to you, anything you're hearing, anything that you're a part of, someone's telling a story, anything that is not vibrating in the awareness of, I feel good, or this feels love, or this is empowering, or this is inspiring, or this is lifting me and shifting me, and this is making me feel lit, then it's time for you to quit. If it's not making you feel lit, It's time to quit because you cannot expose yourself to too many of those frequencies. If your serotonin levels are not high, you're not getting adequate amount of sleep and you're not meditating and drawing into that energy of that ball that we started with, with the rings around it, that will expand your awareness so that you're aware of the different frequencies and energies so that when someone is speaking to you, you will be able to notice that what they are saying and where it's coming from and how it's coming through them and if it's coming from fear, if it's coming from love, and if it's not coming from love, you have an opportunity to project love into them by using your abilities to project the highest possibility of seeing and be seeing and acknowledging who they are in the truth and not react to that which they are projecting at you, which cannot affect you when your energy levels are high, your serotonin levels are high, and you're operating in that meditative state of using that energy ball that really enhances your awareness of these energy frequencies. Now, as we move through this experience on earth, the most important thing for us to do in this experience is not to collect and hold on to Because then we become herd collectors, right? Collecting energy frequencies that are are filled with love and devotion and kindness and play and sensuality and bliss and happiness and ecstasy and all of these wonderful things are literally going to take you to a higher place. On planet Earth, a lot of people feel like their experiences of pain and hurt are being collected, are giving them a sole purpose or an idea or an identity of what they've gone through as like a memory of pain is actually really supporting you in your evolution it's truly not and the truth of the matter is is that we've been programmed to believe that it is we are to focus our energy on the beautiful experiences that we've had in life and to let go of the ones that we haven't so that we are able to transmute it into love, into wisdom, not to hold on to it for the sake of saying, well, look at all that I've come through. I must be a strong person. I don't need anyone. Let me put a wall around me and lock myself up in my own fortress and then be a prisoner to my own self this does not support the human spirit nor does it support the awakening of your consciousness to a higher level of the we consciousness versus the me consciousness the me consciousness lives in a perpetual state of fear operating from the idea that it has to get itself what it needs without thinking of the necessity of sharing or the necessity of understanding how it affects the lives of other people meaning that other people also should have just as much as they need as you need not saying that you're going to need the same things in your life but when i say need let me be let me clarify that for you when i say need let me explain you what i mean when i say need so for instance we all need water on planet earth it's a part of our physical body. In truth, our body is an atomic energy frequency that as a spirit in this embodiment, when we embody in physical matter, that matter then begins to, how do I say, die or shed. Much like nature, the light source of nature that's in the core understanding of nature, meaning in its core, meaning the earth's core, the molten core, the magnet core, right? is the same. It's inside of our body. And when you're in a physical form and that light frequency is so atomic and so strong that literally the outside occurrence, which is the matter, right, begins to shed and it needs to be replenished. And that's why we have what is called an ecosystem Well, our body has an ecosystem as well. And if we don't eat or drink water or get exercise or get enough sleep, Sun and enough oxygen in our body, we will not be able to sustain this body and we will have to leave and choose to come into another body. Unfortunately, you don't get to choose the same body again with the same eyes and the same color of hair or skin or whatever it may be, because in order to do that, we would have to duplicate your parents, your parents, 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 parents. parents. It goes all the way back so that we can get the right DNA structure in order to do so. And unfortunately, the universe doesn't operate in that field of consciousness. It operates in the field of consciousness of creating new things and creating new life, right? So that's why you have to enjoy the life that you have now, because there'll never be another one like you. So that being said, as we are opening and connecting into this field of consciousness and awareness, we recognize that this body right, has to be maintained by constantly filling it up with what it needs. It needs water, it needs sleep, it needs exercise, it needs sun, it needs oxygen and so forth. So when we look at a need, we see need as a necessity, meaning an emergency, an energy that is saying it has to happen or else you cannot sustain Okay. Well, the same is with consciousness. You need to take in your consciousness ideas that inspire delight and open and bring light consciousness and light intellect into your being. Now, what is light intellect? Well, light intellect means basically informational source of energy that is operating at a frequency that is based in love consciousness, unconditional love consciousness, not love consciousness, which is I love you to control you because that's not love consciousness at all. In fact, the love word shouldn't even be associated with that because what it basically is is fear, 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 fear. And that doesn't compute. So in order for us to operate in love consciousness, it is the awareness of seeing ourselves and the awareness of seeing others within ourselves and us within them and vice versa. It is the ability to see that The creator, God, is within every flower and every tree, within me, within you, and within everything. And the way in which we choose to create and operate must be in the field of the awareness of that love that is sustainable and maintainable all the time. So when I say maintainable, meaning that when you're in the field of love, it's not work, And I'm going to use the word work because the word work means to enslave oneself in the act of duty or or doing something, a task. It's a a form of enslavement of tasks, to force task upon another person. The idea of work. There is no work. There's work when you're outside of love. When you're outside of love, it's a lot of work. When you're inside of love, it's really easy. It's just as simple as breathing and breathing out. It's that beautiful flow, that, that, that continuous flow, that continuous energy that is just flowing and going and coming back to you. And it's just easy. However, people. Let's look at some truths here. It's really easy to tell someone to go fuck off in our world or to tell them to go drop dead or that you hate them or you don't like them or to call them a name or say something. That's so easy and it lacks very little intelligence because... It's just easy to do. It's a challenge in our world to literally engage someone with the idea of love and compassion and the ability to see them for who they truly are and not in the way they're acting if they're operating out of character. Now, we can continue to associate on our planet these ideas As indifferent to one another. But the truth of the matter is, is that on our planet, we've made it a challenge to love and to have compassion because we are stuck in the need for justice and stuck in the idea that there should be an eye for an eye. An an eye-for-an-eye mentality is based in the idea that someone must suffer for the crimes that they have done or that which they have inflicted upon another. And therefore, there is no redemption and there is no way to reclaim oneself back into the likeness of God's love, which is pure love and pure acceptance, and true forgiveness, which is acceptance." And that's the reason why we get stuck in this idea that it's more challenging to give love and compassion, nurturing and to be able to embrace those who have done things that are against character, then it is so easy just to tell someone to go fuck off or you're going to cut them out of your life or you're not going to have them be a part of who you are anymore or whatever. You know, I've heard people say, well, I'm going to cut that friend out of my life as if you're just cutting them out instead of just simply saying, I'm going to change my perception of them and begin to interact with them in the way in which I can that supports a healthy relationship. And if that relationship cannot create love, in the world you don't have to cut them out you just simply acknowledge where they're at and you continue to operate on your path the universe will decide where they stay in your life it doesn't require you to do anything other than just to give them love acknowledge where they're at in their evolution bless where they're at in their evolution and be grateful that they're evolving even though they may not evolve at the level that you think they should evolve in and really just be kind to them even if they are acting out of character because the moment someone acts out of character and you choose to be unkind then you are actually the very energy that they are and therefore you cannot cast judgment, blame or shame or anything upon them and that justice which you seek upon them would be the same justice you seek upon yourself and therefore you're stuck in what we call a perpetual loop Um, this is not A pleasant place to be and it's important for us to always remain in a place of love because that's where the greatest clarity comes through and that clarity gives you the ability to move any type of energy you choose to move because you're able to connect to it and see it that's why i really highly recommend you continue to practice that meditation with that blue energy, with those rings around it, because that's really going to increase your awareness and really give you an understanding of what energies are. And the most important thing is to not judge it and just be present with it, just observe it, right? So the, the, the key to observation is really the necessity of understanding energy. It's not about trying to identify it or you know analyze it, right? It's like you can identify it, but to analyze it, you completely take it away. It, I I always say to analyze anything is to be blind upon its truest nature, right? And so, when we observe, we're able to be invited in, and through that invitation, that's when we begin to learn, and that's when we begin to grow, and that's when we begin to lift to higher places. So, if we begin to look at that in the state of human awareness and the state of human beings, that's why I love people watching. I can sit on a bench and just sit. And people watch for hours and never get bored. I watch how people walk, how they talk, how they kiss, how they hold hands. You know the way they make eye contact. Everything. I, I I kid you not. It is the most wonderful, amazing thing for me is to watch life, watch animals, watch how they interact, watch the wind. I love to watch the way the trees move and how they operate, which leaves are moving. I like to watch the sun go up and the sun go down. I like to. To watch how people breathe and the way that they dart their eyes around and the things they say and the sounds. I like to watch what kind of sounds come out of them. Are they high? Are they low? What kind of words are they using? Do they scratch themselves? Do they itch themselves? Do they fiddle their fingers? You know, the 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 key observation of being invited into life gives us a great perspective on the nature of the energy in which we are seeing and experiencing, then we get to make a choice on how we interact and engage in that energy, right? And that's the same thing when you you when people go to quote unquote work and i'm just saying it so you can understand what i'm speaking about but what i'm gonna say like and i engage in being shaman durick and the way i engage being shaman durick is i watch myself through observation how i react how i respond what am i saying what am i doing what kind of movements am i using am i dancing am i am i using my hands and drawing symbols in the air Am I breathing? I'm just observing myself. And then I observe the people around me and how they interact with me and how I interact with them. And it just becomes this wonderful observation um, experience. And what it does is it invites me into myself, it invites me into my behaviors, it invites me into how it's affecting other people, and it invites me into people's behaviors as well and how they interact with me. And it's really special when we get into this space of like not judging and not analyzing, but just being present in the observation, being present with the sensation, being present with the taste of food, being present with how we feel when we invite ourselves into intimacy with someone. Or even when someone hugs me, I can feel, I I mean, I observe the, the hug and the way in which they touch me and the way they embrace me and the way that I connect to that embrace by observing my experience of it and then observing my experience of them as well. The heat sensations, the cold sensations, the wind that just passed by, the breath of my breath, the breath of the other person's breath, someone kisses me, the softness of their lips, the softness of their cheek when my lips touch their cheek, and the connection of the electricity that happens when it happens. You know, when I look into someone's eyes, the piercing energy, the spirit connection, the remembrance of other lifetimes shared together, all of these things are creating this amazing, powerful, connective energy that allows me to be more aware and more present in myself and in the universe. And you would be surprised that there's so many species out there that we haven't even met yet who have this times 1,000. Let's take it a 1 million, okay? There are species that haven't even connected with our humankind yet because the way in which they perceive and observe information is that it's such a grander and a much more heightened space than us. doesn't mean that it's better than us. It just means that they can see more and experience more, and the subtle nuances are a lot more high-frequency So they just, every little move we make, they know why we're doing it. And every little thing we say, they know why we're doing it. And it literally creates this kind of like real understanding of the nature of what they are experiencing. And that's why they haven't interacted with us because we have a lot of energy frequencies that are not operating in harmony and that are really congruently creating Destructive explosions within the web or the field of life because we are not aware of them or aware of our interaction with them or our ability to create them or ability to be exposed to them and the fact that we allow them to happen. Period. Now, look, I'm simply saying that, not saying that we're these horrible human beings and that we've mucked everything up and it's just one giant downfall of like just like you know, you know, the end or, you know, like, do we even have a chance? The greatest thing about shamanism is shamanism is a way to regenerate and to redesign and to rebuild and to bring an understanding of sustainability and the understanding of preservation through our knowledge of our ability to see and understand what is not flowing in harmony and what is That which is not flowing in harmony can be corrected. However, in order to correct it, we must be invited into it. And we don't get invited into it through judgment. We don't get invited into it through reaction. We don't get invited into it by getting upset with it or feeling threatened by it or having... fear around it. You see, fear literally creates a smoke cloud around you where you literally cannot see. Whereas judgment blinds you and, you know, analyzing something like basically is fear-based as well because you're only analyzing it to feel safe instead of really being invited in through observation. And the consciousness of reality can never be the reality that you think it is because you are so busy judging reality, you're not really experiencing the multidimensional aspects of that reality. Meaning you're not stepping into the many doorways that are in front of you, but you don't see them because you're not invited into them because you can't be when you're analyzing, judging, and wanting to figure it out. It's not about figuring it out. It's like literally connecting. So like an exercise you can do to really connect is like to take a quartz crystal, put the quartz crystal in your left hand, sit in a chair and just be there. Don't go into this kind of like, what am I going to do? Or is this going to work or any of these things? Because all of that right there comes from fear and comes from the idea that something you don't have control over. And so therefore you need to have it figured out. This... Let this be a golden rule to you. You don't have to have it figured out. And it's such a wonderful thing not to have it figured out because that's when you truly allow yourself to be emerged and submerged and poured into by spirit and then taken on this grand adventure that is everything your heart has always wanted that your mind didn't know. (laughs) Right? Everything your heart wanted, but your mind didn't know because your mind was just busy, 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 busy wanting to feel safe and wanting to protect your body, you. Why? Because the mind has been programmed to believe that if it doesn't protect you, something bad is going to happen, which is complete nonsense. Because the only things bad can happen is when your mind is constantly obsessing on that and drawing those frequencies to you like a magnet. Every time you actually engage in energy or a person or a conversation or food, you're literally creating what we call a magnetic energy field. Now, we're going to get back to the crystal, but let me just take you on a little side road real quick. A magnetic energy frequency basically means this. It means that the magnetic energy is literally drawing to you, polarizing to you, and just literally bringing to you the very thing that you are actually engaging with. So, the moment I start thinking about, let's say, French fries, which just came up in my mind right now, it's just French fries, because I'm here in Costa Rica, and we have the, you know, people are calling it Papa Fritas, and it's coming up a lot, and so it's French fries, right? So let's say I, I, I'm thinking about French fries. Right now, there are spirits in the universe, these powerful spirits, and they're amazing because they serve the divine connectivity of God, right? That all things are manifest and brought together through consciousness. So these little beings that are invisible that you cannot see, if you can be aware of them, but they're so powerful and they move so quickly. They're literally going out right now and connecting all the energy frequencies that would make it possible that the moment I leave or I go out with my friends or wherever I am, I end up in a place where french fries will be there for me. It's like that. So the thing is, that's why it's so important for us to be aware of our consciousness and aware in which the way in which we're engaging in consciousness, because when we're engaging in consciousness in a way that is coming from a place of love, and we're aware of using that blue ball with the energy rings around it and practicing in that space of just being aware of all the subtle nuances of energy and frequencies that are moving around us. It's kind of like going into a bookstore and we get to choose the book we want to actually read that's the same thing with energy frequency i can choose what energy i want to connect with and the moment i choose that energy all i have to do is observe it and i get invited in and it's a beautiful thing like you don't get invited into the spirit world by other types of beings that live in all of these sub dimensions that are closest to us just by trying to find them it doesn't work that way I remember I used to have a coven. I used to have when I was a teenager, I started a little coven of kids and friends of mine who I know were like witches and you know, healers and whatever, and their kids, and they wanted their kids to learn from me. So I had this after school program that I called it the coven of kids. And it was great. So people would come to my house and I would teach them how to make wands and I teach them how to work with crystals and I teach them how to like sense energy um, and how to be able to engage with the wind and all of these different things. And so one of the fun things that we used to do is we would go out into nature so we'd go out in nature on these field trips and we would go into nature and i would say find doorways to other dimensions and some of the kids would say to me like and when i say kids i mean like from ages like 14 13 um, 12 uh, one girl who's now she's a very powerful witch she was training with me since um since she was, I think she was 13 or 12 years old. And um, her name is Paige and she's amazing. And, you know, we had a bunch of you, it was guys, girls, you know, and even some adults would come. And so we'd go on these field trips and, the, and some of the kids would say, you know, what do you mean find another dimension? I said, exactly, find another dimension, find a doorway somewhere here in nature. And then one kid was like, I, you know, they, I think it was like an hour that went by and um, I can't get exact right on the time, but I think it was like an hour went by. And one of the kids, this girl, she said, I found one. And I said, how did you find it? She said, and everyone went to, and it was like this tree and it had this opening and this tree kind of like a, you know, like a um, opening where the tree is. She goes, there's a doorway here to another dimension. And um, some of the other kids are like, I don't see the doorway. And I said, of course, you don't see the doorway because you're analyzing and you're looking for it. You don't need to look for it. Just observe the energy. Use the energy observance and get into that space. So everyone sat down and started to observe. And when they began to observe, they were beginning to feel energy pulling, like a strong force of energy. And I asked them, what are you feeling as you're observing? And they're like, it feels like a weird energy passing through us. And then I said, okay, now observe even more and just keep observing. And eventually everyone saw the doorway that was inside the tree that the girl found. And they saw it and they felt it, and they saw how the, the reason why the energy was going that way was because the doorway was being held between that dimension and this dimension, and we were in the flux of that wave. And it's really powerful. And so the thing is, is that, There are so many energy frequencies that are available, doorways and passageways and, you know, and, and, you know, glitches to other dimensions that we can access. And a lot of times people want to access them through like ayahuasca or some kind of plant medicine or some sapo or combo, whatever it is that people choose to put in their system today to cheat the system. Really, And when I say cheat the system, I mean cheat the system because literally, if you don't know how to access these things without putting something in your body, then you're kind of cheating and really not learning and you're just kind of being like what I would say rudimentary because a rudimentary person who operates in the field of energy, magic, or awareness... Is someone who feels that they have to constantly load their body up with, with things that engage them into those things, but the thing is, they don't learn, and so they become dependent upon it, and then they become more dependent upon it and the more they do that they completely push away their own power push away their own spirit and it's like for me as a spirit shaman it is so sad it makes me want to cry when i see people do this to themselves because they're missing this opportunity to see this magical amazing being that they are because they're not willing to like suspend themselves outside of a trend or not go down the same path that their friends went down and not put anything in their body and learn how to access these frequencies and energies on their own which are so much more powerful because once you access them and once you get into them, then if you want to take the plant medicine or if you want to do those things, once you've learned how to do this and you've learned how to master it, then the plant medicine, and you can do that, you can access new things and new things and new things. If you choose, you want to be that. But anything that makes you codependent, anything that kind of puts you in that very codependent field of awareness, consciousness, and action, to me is just a not, good place to be it's just not and it like it makes me want to cry right now for so many people on this planet right now are getting fooled and that the the matrix has has turned the medicines of the elders into the thing that will blind them from their own power and it's so sad i just yeah i don't want to cry right now but it's just really sad anyway I get so emotional because I love human beings so much. And I see the potential of what we can become and what we are. And when I see people gravitate into a path because they want the quick fix, like they're going to a a place to get an oil change or they need a quick fix to, to be able to access this level of awareness and engagement into the unknown. It's sad because then they become the codependent people and they don't have a sense of their own awareness or energies or sensorium. They don't have awareness of any of these things. And what it does is it creates this dysfunctional foundation for how they're building themselves and their spiritual energies and then all types of um you know just all types of spirits come into them you know can possess them can come in and talk to them and they'll believe in like not knowing how to lovingly interrogate and Ligging me get into understanding of loving interrogation. Loving interrogation means that any spirit that talks to you or any kind of being that connects with you, you must interrogate it with love. Whereas some people just go ahead and just listen. And like I've had people come to me in treatments and all of a sudden start speaking out of themselves and say, like, Oh yeah, I have this powerful spiritual energy where I wave my hand around and I do this thing and stuff. And I'm like, Where did you get it from? And they'll be like, well, I was doing ayahuasca and this spirit came in and told me that it was here to help me to tap into my healing powers. I go, did you um, interrogate it? And I was like, why should I? It said it was Lakshmi or it said it was this or it said it was that. And I said, any spirit can call themselves anything they want. They can call themselves Lakshmi. They can call themselves Jesus. They can call themselves whatever they want to call themselves. But if you don't interrogate them, and when I say interrogate them, I mean like take it up a notch you know, like really interrogate them. Where are you from? How do you serve God? How are you serving me? How do you serve love and the way in which you serve love? And, you know, and tell me more about the realm of light. What's the, what's it like? And, you know, how can I become a greater, more loving person? Like, you know, if it's a being of the light, they have the answer to those questions. If it's a being, a spirit, that is coming from the underworld or coming from a, a dimension where they've been trapped in another dimension because of their actions that they built themselves and locked themselves in that dimension and they can't seem um, the only way to get out is they need um, human awareness to pull them out so that they can run free through the spirit world then you know um, those aren't ones you really want to open up doorways to so so the thing is going back to the crystal because i know i want a complete tangent and So, you know, I love my happy tangents because they're really fun and great because you can learn a lot of information. But now we have to go back to the crystal. So put the crystal in your hand and what you're going to do is you're just going to be aware of it in your hand and you're just going to stay aware of it. You're not going to like, expect anything to happen you're not going to like be like okay what is this what's going on now what what's next what's the next step no it's just awareness of it like as if you're people watching you're just being aware of it and what's going to happen is that crystal is going to invite itself into your energy and your energy is going to invite itself into the crystal and then you know You'll see, you'll see the magic happen. And it's really beautiful. And I do it a lot with my students. Um, I have them do different things, such as the earth and can hold, you know, put their hands on the earth or hold a crystal or just, you know, just stare at nature, stare at a fire and observe, not from a place of what am I looking for? Should I be looking at this? Should I be looking at that? It's just an awareness of observation. In the same in which way you would pe- people watch and just enjoy watching and observing all of the nuances that take place when you're observing life. So it's really powerful and very beautiful act. So, going back to the understanding of the nature of human awareness, right? As we begin to step into this new frontier, which is really the frontier that's already here, it's just waiting for us to be aware of its multi dimensional. Um, uh, Uh, creation that's already been created the new world energy that's already here that the system of the matrix wants to keep blinding us to so we can't see it and see the outline of it and see the way it's actually shaping our universe and shaping our planet as we look into the human awareness Um, And we don't operate from a place of dissecting it, but we look at the human awareness as an opportunity, a window in which to stare and observe. We begin to get invited into life and into all of the different aspects of life and feelings and sensations. For instance, like you could be making love to someone and just be aware, observe your body, observe you being in with them, observe the kiss, the touch, the feeling, the lips, the connection, connection all of it observe next time you eat some food what the food tastes like the texture Observe the texture, observe the different um, the flavors, observe when it opens in your mouth, observe how your saliva comes in your mouth, observe all of these nuances and then keep observing it. And every time you do it, observe more, and you're gonna see the more you do observation of it, the more sensations, the more experiences, the more energy, the more power you're going to gain and it's going to grow and it's going to expand and it is going to take you up and, make you lit like a firecracker just just blazing light and limitless light that's just sparkling everywhere around you with feelings and thoughts that are present to you in every situation. I mean, it's really, really powerful. And not only just the power of that, It is the engagement or the connectivity of learning about yourself and other people and really learning how to dismantle judgment, how to dismantle fear very quickly. Because see, when you're operating in that field and you become really mastering of it, you literally get into a space where judgment doesn't even come forth anymore it doesn't even present itself because it's no fear the fear becomes so less in your life and when you keep doing it more fear goes away and then you keep doing it and more fear goes away and all of a sudden before you know it you start to live because you're not affected by fear You're not engaged in it. You're not giving it energy. You're not calling it forth. You're simply being a presence of this illumination of life and energy and litness and power. And you're walking through life as this beaming energy of inspiration. And when people are around you, they feel it and they say, I love being around your energy. I feel so good. I feel so lifted. I feel so loved. Well, yeah. I mean... Of course you do, because I'm not walking in judgment and I'm not walking with fear and I'm not walking with you know worry and I'm not walking with hate or malice or ill intention. I'm walking with grace. I'm walking with love. I'm walking with joy. I'm walking with delight. I'm walking with ecstasy. I'm walking with pleasure. I'm walking with sensuality. I'm walking with bliss. And therefore, in that moment, you realize that every step you take is as a noble step, a grand step, a, a, a moment of of divinity in your walk in your path that you are literally walking and you're leaving a of path of divinity, wherever you are, you walk into a cafe, you are bringing divinity into that cafe. You walk into someone's home, you bring divinity in that home. And mind you, just so that you know that when you go into someone's home and you have that type of energy, anything that they're doing that is not in alignment will come up to the surface. So don't get surprised if you get kicked out of some people's homes once in a while, or people just don't want you around. That just means that it's not because they... It's not because they don't like you. It's because they don't like what they're doing and you're shining the light on it, right? And so what it does is it illuminates all things that are not in alignment and brings it into alignment by drawing it up and drawing it out. And that's, the power, the energy that we all should operate from at all times in our engagement with everyone and everything. So when you, when I go, people, friends of mine will say to me, "Oh, you know, Shaman Dirk. Every time you come to town, I love to spend time with you because when I do, all these opportunities start happening to me. Money starts flowing, and my husband like says that everything just starts changing when you're around us, or when you're around our kids. They become more calmer, and they they're more focused, and they're more playful, and they're less stress and drama and all these things. And I said yes because I'm illuminated the way through my energy because i'm not operating from a place of fear i'm not bringing fear into your home or worry or doubt or shame or guilt or you know judgment or you know analyzing you and all this stuff i'm bringing the awareness of light and that light brings divinity and that divinity brings holy grace. And that holy grace allows things to, to shift and lift just by my presence alone. So anything that's been mucky around you or any kind of energy that's been like sticking on you or any kind of parasites, whatever, when I walk in the room and I sit next to you or stand next to you, they can't exist anymore. Because the light is so bright, they get pulled right in and transformed into light. Because the magnetic energy frequency of the light source that is emanating and beaming forth from my being, from my mind, from my consciousness, and from my feelings is literally transmuting those energies instantly. And that is what happens when you build this level of awareness is that you literally become a divinity walker. You walk the earth with divinity and holy grace. You literally bring light to everywhere you go. If I walk into an area where I see like, Pollution and this and that and the other. I immediately speak into that. I love how these waters are healing. I love how this pollution is being cleared up. You know, I in like completely focus on seeing it in its most pristine state, and then all of a sudden, I come back and I see like people are cleaning and doing things and all this stuff. Ends up saying that I'm the one who made them all do that. I'm basically saying I'm I'm adding to the energy of light frequencies per millimeter of Every molecule structure in that area that is now being blasted with divinity light that makes it so when other people are there, they begin to say, Hey, maybe I should clean up these streets, or Hey, perhaps we should, you know, clean up this neighborhood or make changes here or do this or do that. Right. And so we're literally creating a global love affair just by your presence of visiting a place or going to see a friend or meeting someone at the cafe or staying somewhere or walking somewhere or just being. You. That's why I say you can literally change the lives of people without opening your mouth. You know what I mean? Like there's monks in the world. Buddhist monks in Tibet who are filled with such light divinity that every time they walk, there is imprints of light following them, or like left behind from where they were, in better words. And where they go, it, light, light just shines through the people around them. They don't even need to say something like some profound words that will be lifting you to a higher place. Just the look in their eyes or the presence of their nature, or even if you just see their back you start to feel change happening inside of you. That's because they are bringing divinity where they are. That is what it's about. And I can always tell when people are out of alignment because I can tell when people have an issue with me. Because when people have an issue with me, that's because their darkness cannot stand my shine. I'm going to say it again. Their darkness cannot stand my My shine. That means that whatever they're doing in their life, however they're thinking or however they're emotionalizing information and bringing it to them as wisdom or truth as according to what they perceive in their perception, the light of my divinity shines on them. And when they get uncomfortable with me, it's because my light is transmuting that darkness and whatever that dark energy is or whatever spirits hanging out with them is getting really uncomfortable happy. It's getting un un un, un, uncomfortable, right? Its feathers are getting ruffled. Ruffle those feathers. Yes, yes, yes. Ruffle those feathers. When people get uncomfortable with you, you say, yes, the light is shining on you. Oh, so wonderful. I have people who will come and look at me all strange. and go, ah, they must feel the divinity. And then there are those who will come to me and say, oh, I love being around your energy. I feel so loved when I'm around you. They want to hug me and hold me and not let go of me because they can feel the divinity light lighting up the divinity light inside of them. And that's the other thing. It's not like I'm giving away this energy and it's going to run out. It's sustainable because it operates in God frequency. That means that it never runs out. It's sustainable. It's sustainable love, sustainable joy, sustainable happiness, and it's constant and it's overflowing and it never shuts off. Literally. I have friends who will sleep in the bed with me. My male friends, my girlfriends, they'll sleep in the bed with me. Of course, if they can handle my snoring, because I do snore. Now but the thing is, if they can handle that and they put their earplugs plugs in and they can sleep with me in bed, they feel amazing. They're like, oh my God, I feel so amazing being close to you. When I have my little cuddles with people, when I hug them, they feel amazing. You know, and it's because the light of my light is embracing the light of their light and it just embraces it and says, Grow. Isn't that wonderful? The light of my light is embracing the light of their light and saying, grow, it's okay. Be what you are, be who you are, love what you are, see who you are, be what you like, be how you like. Honor what you are. I love that, mm-hmm. right? It's 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 the understanding of the consciousness, you know, it's understanding the consciousness of, you know, how we operate as human beings is the core truth, uh, is how we operate in the way that we can bring change, right? Because if we're operating from a place of fear, mm, you're not going to bring a lot of change with that, <laughs> you're just not you're not gonna bring a lot of change with that and it's not because you're not a good person it's just because you're operating from fear it's like a parent who comes in the house and is afraid of everything and they're bringing it to your home you know they're just like they might as well just come over and take a bucket of tar and just throw it on all your furniture and your beautiful pictures and on your kitchen and then on your children and then on you because what they're literally doing is they're bringing darkness into their into your home. They're bringing a shroud of energy, and if your divinity isn't strong, which it should be, if you're listening to Ancient Wisdom Today podcast and getting these shares and these downloads and these powerful energies from all these amazing powerful leaders that I'm bringing on our shares. Then if you're not listening to it and like getting into it and like repeating some of the shares, so you really ingrain it and entrain it into your being and stay lit and just realize that like even if they bring in that shroud because your divinity is so dope, they're not gonna feel comfortable being there and they're probably not gonna come over anymore or they're gonna be transformed by you, one or the other. Either one, they're gonna leave and they're not gonna wanna come anymore because your light is shining so bright. Their shroud that they walk with cannot be around you, or they're going to come in and because your divinity is so bright, you're going to shift and lift them out of that nonsense and they're going to start shining their divinity as well. Pow, amazing, rad, awesome, and spectacular on all fronts. Like, Who doesn't want their mother-in-law coming to their home and literally being shifted and lifted and being like, cool how and then all of a sudden she's like a sparkling diamond of light and like sharing in these beautiful high visions of consciousness with you uh hello i mean I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who would love to have that or a family member or a friend or any of these things. But if they do run, let them run and let them run as far as they need to run. But what, what what's cool about that is that when they run, the spark of light stays on them. Like, you know how glitter gets on you? You can never get it off and it like follows you around and then like you go and you wake up. Like for me, like, glitter gets on me. I wake up, I see it all underneath my eye and then I go to the bathroom and I see it, you know, in my private parts. And then I I you know, go, I see it on my shirt or I see it on my jacket or something, sitting right there in front of me. Like it never goes away until like months and maybe sometimes years for some people. And then some people, for some reason, just know how to get rid of that glitter really quick, but it stays with you. And some people like to see that sparkle. For me, it kind of like, oh my God, it's still there, right? But it's the same thing. It's like, if they run, one thing you have to remember is because they were affected by it, that sparkle is like glitter and it sticks on them. And even that light just kind of like sparkles and shines on them. And so it slowly eats away the darkness by bringing it into that light. It's kind of like a sucking that darkness in and transforming it into the Light. eventually eventually and if they come and you see them again and they they run again they get another sparkle of glitter and then before you know it they're having this major transformation and it all of a sudden everything begins to change and they're like oh my god i'm so sorry for the way i've been and like you know and you just simply remember this never pull the rug from and from underneath anyone if someone apologizes to you and you know just be present with it and observe it and just come from a place of like you know we all have a lot to learn and grow to be the most beautiful um you know amazing and live the best life that we can and so I'm not going to sit here and beat up on you or shame you or flog you or do any of these things that people like to do when someone comes to them and says, sorry, like the act of saying sorry is humble. But then of course, someone will say to me, well, how do, what if that person isn't really sorry? Well, how do you know? I mean, are you really engaging in inside of them? Or are you just saying that because you don't want to believe they're sorry because you don't want them to be sorry because you still want to punish them and inflict your flogging upon them? Not necessary. I mean, seriously, people, you know, I mean, this is not the maquet de sot. Let's be easy on each other and let's move with grace and like bring that in the space, you know what I mean? Like grace in the space, you know, and really create the love base. Because that's what it's about. It's not about being the you know the Marquis de Sade and like you know whipping and beating everybody all the time. It's like that does nothing. And beating up on someone to change does nothing. I've learned this with my own team. Trust me. Whenever I go and I get frustrated with things that are going on with the people around me who are here to support me and love me and shift me and lift me so that I can be the greatest shaman that I can be for humanity and for the people in the world, including my manager, my assistant, my publicist, my lawyer, whomever it is and part of the team, I give a lot of space for my team to speak. And when I say a lot of space, I give them full space, meaning like, I want to hear your counsel, even if it makes me uncomfortable. But there are times where I get like, Ugh, you know, and I might say something in, in the incorrect way, right? And then I realize that beating up on them does not create change. It doesn't make them feel good. And it doesn't make them want to do anything other than just to flip me off or say, I don't want to, you know, to engage with you anymore, right? And so the thing is, it's coming from love. It's like, how do we create this conversation with love and end with love and create and make love in our conversation? And that creates such a big difference with my team because then they're able to all share their points of view. I'm not cutting them off. And if they do, they say, hey, you're cutting me off. And I'm like, you're right. Take full responsibility, continue. right?" And then I'm asking them for permission. Like, you know, I'm asking them not for permission instead, like, I'm begging them, but I'm asking them, like, hey, this would really make me feel good. Is that something you feel like you would be able to do? And vice versa. And we create this beautiful, harmonious, loving, supportive connectivity between all of us. And we see each of ourselves as leaders in leading the message of love through the shaman durek you know whatever it is that we're doing out in the world be it television or whatever it may be workshops or privates or whatever right or retreats or whatever we're all on the same page together and a lot of times when people meet my team they're like oh my god your team is so amazing they are amazing because and when you see my manager alex and you see you know, Sam, who's head of operation, who's my assistant, and you see Tanya, who's my publicist, and you see Jonay, who's my lawyer, and you see the light that shines in them because I am there not yelling at them and calling them names and being hard on them and telling them they're not good enough, you know, that we have to change the way we treat people and really start enlivening them with love feeding them and nourishing them with love and really getting them to a place where they feel so good that when they jump out of bed, they want to engage in Shaman duric. They want to go out there and be at the workshops, be at the retreats. Like we just had a retreat here in Costa Rica and the team is here, you know? And we're having an amazing time and it's so beautiful. And the only person who couldn't make it was Jonah and she's in New Orleans. But the thing is, is that the team is here and we're sending, you know, we're all connected and we're all in love and we're all sharing this love and we're all in the jungle together and we're all meditating together and we're all building together love. So that we can bring that to the people in the most divine way and create divinity wherever we are. So every time people see Sam or they see Alex or they see Tanya or they see Jone, they see love. They see, they see service of love. They see devotion. They see energy. They see divinity. They see that form. You can't have a company and have people working in a company who feel miserable then you're making them miserable, wise up. And you can't have, so you can't be an assistant to someone who's constantly yelling at you, or if you are a person who has an assistant, treat your assistant with love. Acknowledge them that, they're, that if, they're, if you have an Uber driver or if you're someone who's making you food or whatever it is, that's just something they're engaging in. They're engaging as the Uber driver. They're engaging as the person who's making you food. They're engaging as the person who's you know cleaning your home, but they are a human being and they are a child of God. So bring them that which feeds them, which is love. Because we have to engage differently. Don't call yourself a spiritual person if you're willing to yell at your assistant or get mad at someone because they didn't set up your yoga mats correctly and they're supposed to be helping you. Then you are just might as well stop teaching yoga because what are you teaching? You're, You're being hypocritical in the way in which you're operating because you have to operate from the field of love and all awareness so that you walk with divinity and you bring the light of divinity so that the darkness gets pulled in and transformed into light that's what it's about. So let's be aware and let's honor that awareness with grace and beauty and honesty and playfulness and excitement and litness. Let's throw the lit hammer down and crack it up so that we can build a stronger foundation. Throw that hammer down on your foundation and crack it if it's not a foundation of love. I love you all so much. And I love, 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 love seeing you, leaders, powerful, lady committee, operating and, l- l- and just living and, and riding the lit train, drinking the lit juice and being filled, getting full, letting your cup runneth over so that you can it that cup over and let the overflow f- pour into the vessels of other people who need it. Notice I said need because we all need love, darlings. We all need love. We all need prosperity. We all need abundance. We all need optimum health. We all need joy. We all need play. These are vital things we need in order to survive and to live. Without it, we will die just like we need water or anything else. So, be that which you are. Be the most amazing you and live the most amazing life. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram. And if you're not following me, I don't know why, because I do all these amazing lives that you can get a part of. And it's really great. And it's really going to open you up to connect with me and talk with me in these lives and get messages and so forth. So do follow me on Instagram or start an Instagram account to follow so that you can get involved in that. Because I don't use other social medias, but Instagram. And then also you can get onto my uh, newsletter, which is really simple. And you just go to shaman.com and you will be able to get onto the newsletter and sign up for the newsletter. And it's really great because signing up for the newsletter allows you to be in contact um, with what I'm doing as far as workshops and trainings and retreats and all kinds of cool stuff. So signing up on the newsletter is a great way to connect with me. And also just remember one thing, Live your life full because this is your life and it will never be duplicated. I love you. And until next time, I'll see you later, alligator. Bye. Hey, tribe. Looking for something lit verified? Let me share with you monk oil. Monk oil makes beautiful skin potions for people that live in cities, and I've been using them for so many years, and today I want to talk about how to use them. First of all, don't drink them. (laughs) I wouldn't want you to get sick. They're skin potions. They're not ingestible. Whale City Skin Potions is the real deal magic potion applied to the skin made by and for city dwellers in New York City. Whale wants to help you be your best in all environments. And not just every time you feel totally ideal. It means to bring that into your life every day and to bring something alternate, relational and connected on ritual levels into your everyday life to really shift the reality and perspective into something more meaningful and spiritual. There are four types of skin potions, each with specific intention and effect. Each of the potions speak to different parts of us and work on levels of the body, the soul, and the spirit. How to use monk oil. Anointing our skin with monk oil, reminds us of the importance of daily rituals of self-love in our lives so that we may then be of service to others. How I like to use them is I like to take the monk oil and place it on the back of my neck and the front of my chest and the back of my wrists and the back of my knees and in my stomach to open up the energies of all the different energy gates shamanically for my body. But I'm sure you'll find the way that works best for you. Use it when you wake up in the morning and before meditation by applying a drop to your third eye and heart chakra. Slather it all over your beautiful body after you bathe for a complete head-to-toe force field. Bring it with you and apply it to your wrists and your neck before subway rides, or if you're in a busy, crowded city or around a bunch of people. Plane travels, meetings, all of these places, you want to make sure you have that oil on to So you don't take in all the negative energies and all the things that are affecting you so that you can eliminate any type of frequency that isn't love, ritual, power, and environment that is filled with joy and happiness, which is what you should feel like all the time. Add some to a hot bath, keep some in your bag and hit it midday instead of coffee, sugar, or booze if you feel stressed or nervous. To wear a protective sheath during activities that require stamina, working with children, walking around Times Square, sitting at the desk, caretaking, as a part of your yoga and meditation practice. Need of energy, refresh on a busy day and before and after an intense situation by putting on the monk oil or just smelling it. Smelling it awakens the senses and allows your body to connect into that deep spiritual well-being. Monk oil uses only ethically-sourced organic-based oils and essential oils in their potions. There are no fillers or preservatives. Each potion has flower essences that work in a healing capacity with your life force and a powerful crystal to further activate the potion. They are conjured with love and intention on full moons, new moons, solstices, equinox, and other amazing cosmically-created days. You can learn more about monk oil and their different potions at www.monkoil.com that's m o n k o i l.com. Monk oil is excited to offer a 25% discount to the tribe on their trios of 3 different potions with the offer code of trios shaman Durek. that's t r i o shaman derg for those in the u.s at www.monkoil.com and if you would like to try monk oil and you live outside of the u.s check out raw living uk online adding monk oil to our daily lives and ritual and sharing it with our friends and family allows us to hold the spiritual essence of our being intact and be surrounded by so much love and positive energy, and take ourselves to a whole nother lit level. Stay lit. Hello, Tribe. This podcast is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy longevity and keeping us healthy and enhanced in our lives four sigmatic makes a wide variety of blends including mushroom coffee mushroom elixir hot cacao matcha and superfood blends i believe strongly in this company i've been taking four sigmatic and it has changed my life i can't even begin to start my day without a cup of four sigmatic in front of me Right before I meditate or I do anything from speaking engagements to traveling to doing healing on people or just going out in the world and sharing my immense love for this planet and for everyone on it, I feel lit times 1,000 It is literally shifting the energy in my being. I'm talking firing off those synapses, kicking my body into high gear by awakening those electrons, spinning those electrons, getting my body so on point with my focus, my creativity, and my energy. One of the products that I love the most is the Lion's Mane's Coffee. Lion's Mane promotes productivity and focus, and it was known by shamans and monks who take that into their body for meditation, focus, and clarity, so they can really tune in to the energies and absorb the knowledge and information that is coming to them from the spirit world. And as you know, on Ancient Wisdom Today, we like to keep it lit all day every day. And how do we do that? By creating magic. And what is magic? Magic is turning up that energy, living our truth, honoring who we are and doing what's right for us so that we can live a beautiful, powerful, easy, playful, fun, joyous, and just the most powerful life in this now time. So if you don't have Four Sigmatic on your shelf, in your bag, in your briefcase, on the airplane with you, right before you speak, whatever it is that you do, you have to get this, even for your kids, for your teenagers. Pop it in their in their bag before they go to school. This is the drink that literally makes you think. It is powerful, and it is enriched with so many powerful mushrooms. And these adaptogens are literally changing the lives of people. And remember, I've talked to you many times before in the past about mushrooms and the networking system of mushrooms when it gets into your body and just really taking your body to a whole new level. So if you're interested in learning more about this amazing company, because I just really want you to know, Tribe, that everything I share with you, I share with you from my heart because I believe in it and I see what it has done for me and my life and all of my friends and family, go to foursigmatic.com backslash Shaman Durek, and you will get a discount code at your checkout. That's dot com backslash Shaman Durek for your 15% off. I love you, tribe. I love you so much. That is the reason why I choose sponsors that are in alignment and authenticity to what this tribe is about. Staying lit, staying focused, staying driven, and changing our planet for the good. Love you, enjoy the share, bye.